0: Yo, what's up, guys? This is going to be a quick podcast. Um, It's Monday. It's 80 degrees, or it's going to be 80 degrees out today. I had a great weekend. Me and Leanne walked down to Wright Park yesterday, um, went to the Ethnic Festival and we stayed there for a little bit then we headed over to the Rhine house had a couple drinks then we had headed to Hank's had a couple more drinks with my sister and her husband and then we walked home and for us that was like probably like all together a four mile walk eh, yeah I think about a four mile walk and I'll tell you what man that heat was coming down pretty savage at 5 p.m last night and uh with a couple of drinks in you, yeah, I'm glad we uh hydrated as well so um enjoy that weather out there though for reals I mean I, you know, I saw people complaining about the weather in mid July, um, right around the fourth to, um, yeah, it was rainy and, um, not rainy, but it was cloudy and whatnot. So, you know, I hope you guys are enjoying it. I'm, I'm sure those same people are probably bitching that it's too hot now, but anyways, something I wanted to talk about real quick with you and is buying a house. I, I want to know like what people think is buying a house an investment, right? Um, because I think there, there's there's the rich dad poor dad um, thought process that a house is a liability. Now, if you buy an investment property like a rental and you um, have a mortgage on that, but you're having rental income so you can cover the mortgage and there's left over, so you're cash flowing after all your expenses. You say you have four or five hundred bucks extra a month. That's an investment. But buying a house that you're living in is not an investment. It's a liability. It's like a car, right? But see, I think the difference is, is that a car obviously goes down in value once you buy it. A house, on the other hand, um, just, I'm just looking at our market, and I'm sure in like the Midwest, it could be different. Um, I think things appreciate a lot slower there. But to me, I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, my fucking house isn't going down. It's going up, right? So is it like an investment in all the sense of the word? No. But like. Is it a good financial decision to buy a house? In my opinion, absolutely yes. Um, I was listening to a podcast that I listened to, and I like a lot of different podcasts. I like Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, Christopher Lockhead has um, a great podcast. I forget the title of it, but it's about business, and he has people on that are, you know, just telling their stories and whatnot. It's it's very interesting. But yeah, and then I listened to this one, and it's a financial one, but they're not advisors by any means. I think they're just kind of sharing their story a little bit, which is great. Um, But like today, one of the hosts, he was talking about how he's saving up to buy a house, which is awesome. And the other other, um, host has been, I, I think, has been on the record before, not just this episode, that if you're buying a house, you know, you should be putting 20% down. And let me just tell you guys, I'm not a financial advisor either, but waiting to put 20% down on a house can actually, especially in our market, probably screw you up. And I'll get into it a little bit more here shortly, but I think the philosophy of putting 20% down sounds great in the sense of you get out of PMI insurance. PMI insurance is, if you don't put 20% down, you're paying a little bit extra on top of your um, mortgage, your principal and interest and your taxes, et cetera, um, because the lender is basically hedging their bets. like They're collecting a little more money in case you end up defaulting down the road, right? So the cool thing about a conventional loan, though, too, is if you don't put 20% down, once you hit that 20% equity, they'll remove that PMI insurance for you. So in our market, I mean, shit, people in Lincoln and Hilltop, for example, if they bought 5% down, 3% down, shit, it took them like a year and a half, you know, to get out of that. Maybe even a year. So it depends. Now, an FHA loan, you're stuck in there. Like that 3.5% down that you put, that's great. But you still have PMI insurance and you're not getting out of that unless you refinance your loan or you sell your house and get out of it, right? So- that's why I kind of like conventional loans more It's because the, even if you don't put 20% down and you have that PMI insurance, you can get out of it. But I was just looking at like, you know, Tacoma in general, right. Our median sales price is like three twenty, dollars And I was thinking, okay, so if you're, if you're buying a $300,000 house and say you have $15,000 saved up, so 5% down payment, um, or you have 15,000 bucks that you can afford to put down on a home, but you got uncle Jim over here telling you, you know, you need to really wait till you have 20% down and you're thinking, okay, you're looking at your financial situation and everybody's different, right? Everybody's different, but you're thinking, okay, I get a raise, you know, I get a 5% raise every year. Um, maybe it's seven, maybe you're lucky. Um, so you get a couple hundred more dollars, you know, a month every couple of years. Now, is that going to be enough one to get you to save that 20% down? Um, I don't know especially when you got to do other investments or hopefully you're doing other investments, right? Maybe you're, you know, maybe you have a 401k, maybe you, um, you're dumping money into index funds, you know, whatever, but are you going to be able to save that extra $45,000 that you're going to need to get the 20% down on a $300,000 house? I don't know, but just say, hypothetically, you do the math and you're like, you know what? I can, I can do this in five years. I can save 45,000 in five years. Okay, there's a couple of issues with this. If you if you save another forty five thousand dollars and it takes you five years, with our appreciation, I'm not even gonna go the crazy appreciation that Hilltop and Lincoln's have. I'm gonna go like five percent to seven percent appreciation. Those five years, just after one year, right? Let's just say it's seven percent appreciation or six, six to seven. You're looking at a three hundred thousand dollar house, and now we're three twenty. So you've already lost out, right? You're like, oh shit, you know it's already went up twenty G's. Okay, you do that for five straight years. You're you, that's hundred thousand dollars of equity, right? So that you lost out on. But more importantly, now you have to pay for that same house hundred thousand dollars plus more. Now, you, now your down payment needs to be eighty G's. Now you got to save another twenty, right? And I'm not saying it's impossible and you can't, but I'm saying. You, if you would have just bought 5% down, you know, the, here's the key though, guys is like, I don't want you to extend yourselves like with your mortgage payment, but if you're comfortable with your payment, maybe you're paying that same payment in rent, you you should buy a house. So somebody telling you to wait till you have the 20% is actually, I feel like is a bad decision because you just missed out on a $15,000 investment. Essentially, you could have made a hundred thousand dollars equity. So you just miss out on that. Now you're still in the same position. You're paying a hundred thousand more and you're now you still need to save 20 more G's to get up to that 20% because you saved 60, but now it's 400,000. So you need 20 more thousand dollars. It's crazy to me. Right. So like to say that it's a bad, it's only wise to buy a house at 20% equity. I just, or excuse me, 20% down. I just, I can't agree to that at all. And I'm just looking at this, I'm trying to look at this logically, because I get it, like, if you buy at the height, right, and then it crashes, you're like, shit, but the thing is, is like, if you buy a house, I'm hoping you can hold the house through, the if there's bad times, right, because I'm looking at, like, our, I'm looking at the MLS right now and InfoSparks, and I think, when was it, it looks like in May, excuse me, July of 2007, right, so this is before the crash. The median sales price in Tacoma was right right around 250K. Median sales price. Okay. Shit. Pretty high, right? But if we go down here to where's this? Uh, March 2012, it looks like. Was that the lowest? Yeah, it looks like it. March 2012 was 130,000 median sales price. So you're like, shit, I lost my ass, right? Because I bought in july of 2007 for 250 and now my house is worth 130 not a good investment right yeah maybe not i mean i'm hoping that you when you bought that house in july of 2007 i'm hoping you could afford the payments you had a solid job um you know and you were you were you were okay and you were able to hold this till march 2012 right i hope so i don't know but you know the recession was tough on a lot of people um a lot of people lost their jobs a lot of people just had to tighten tighten up their spending right but they would you could hold it the other thing guys is it's people say well you know i don't want to foreclose on a house well shit neither do i right one but also if you're renting like i think about it like you're just as re- you're responsible to pay your rent just as much as you are to pay a mortgage right so why wouldn't you pay a mortgage Instead of rent, when you have the benefits of probably more than likely appreciating over time, over time is the key word here, because obviously if you bought in May of, or excuse me, July of 2007 to March 2012, if you sold, you would have lost your ass for sure. But if you would have held it, maybe you threw a renter in there um, or maybe, you know, you, you still live there because you can make the payments. Great. Because here's the thing. Now, fast forward to this year, right? June 2019 we're at 320 median sales price. So even if you would have bought in what was the worst time ever previously, July 2007 for 250, now we're at 320. So you're up to 70,000 bucks. And that's weathering a terrible, terrible recession. Like, okay, in the meantime, in those 12 years, what are you doing? You're making your mortgage payment. Guess what happens? Your mortgage keeps going down because you're paying principal. Right now, don't get me wrong. The first 30 year or excuse me, a 30 year mortgage, the first few years are high on interest. Right. But you're still paying principal. It's better than rent. Rent. You're paying somebody else's principal down for them. Right. So. That's another reason why I can't say it's not an investment of some sort, because If you're a terrible saver, but you do pay your mortgage and you live in a house for 30 years, one day you will have some equity in that bitch and at least you'll have some kind of assets, right? Even if you're terrible and you don't invest or anything, right? I don't know. Saying it's not an investment, kind of, I don't agree with it, right? And so when I look at this and don't get me wrong, I mean, shit, I think everybody in the world who was like looking at this and you're like, shit, March 2012, $130,000, right? I wish I would have bought a couple houses <laughs> that year, right? But I didn't. Um, Leanne and I bought our first house um, in 2010. We bought a foreclosure. Um, we paid, I mean, this is hilarious, but we paid 126 Um, And guess what? I would follow that thing on Redfin, right? This, this was before I was a real estate agent. I'd follow that thing on Redfin and I was like, oh, shit, it's going to 104 Oh, damn, it went to 96 Did it matter? No. Guess what? My payment was fucking 858 bucks, guys yeah in that same time frame i could have not found anywhere to rent for that cheap. that's well not not the same like square footage and whatnot i mean it was a small house it was a two one two but i mean 858 bucks yeah i couldn't have got that for rent okay like where i would want to live so i like good decision yeah was it shitty that it kept going down for a few years yeah but guess what in 2017 and when we sold that for 225 so uh I don't know, probably a good decision. Like, yeah, it sucked when I saw my equity go down on Redfin and shit and Zillow, but it's like, did it really fucking matter? I wasn't selling it. You know, I was still paying down the mortgage. So I don't know. I think it it really depends on how you look at things, right? So if you're on the fence, if you're a buyer, you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know, man, like I'm paying rent right now. It's, you know, 1700, you know, a month Well, maybe. I'm just saying, if you look at everything as an equal playing field, if you went and bought, got a mortgage for seventeen hundred bucks, like it's still benefiting you to me because you're paying down your mortgage, and also you're gaining appreciation. But if you wait, you're just losing out. Um, and guys, I can't predict the future. I've 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 read economic um, forecasts. I've been to conferences and whatnot. I don't think Tacoma's slowing down. I well, no, excuse me. That let me uh, reword that the, uh, the, the percentage of increase will probably slow down, but it, I don't think we're going backwards. Right. Seattle has seen, um, they have decreased over the last year Tacoma has still appreciated. Um, and part of that is because we're still at a lot lower median sales price than we are uh, in King County, right. Compared to King County, excuse me. So overall though, I mean, I think there's, it's not just black and white. I don't think that I get the fact that it is a liability in the sense that you have a mortgage payment and it's not paying you every month, you know, right? So I get that part. But, guys, I mean, when I'm comparing it, and I'm sure as hell, I'm telling you right now, if if you're waiting for 20% down, I'm sorry that you're waiting. Because, one, it's going to be, it's hard to save 20% down, one. But, two, I think the amount of equity gain you're going to be losing out in that time. Frame is even more devastating. So, you're, you know, you're working to save your money, but in in the sense of buying a house, your house is, you know, working to make you money. So, uh, I don't know. You know, I really don't know. But with that said, if you guys ever have questions, um, and you guys want more information on like how much you can afford, et cetera, and I think, guys, that's the other thing, not to go off topic or change directions here, but like, literally it comes down to like what you feel comfortable, you know, cause I, I mean, like, I'll just be completely honest. You're going to get approved for something and you might not be comfortable with that payment. Right. And I think that's the main thing here. Don't overextend yourself just cause you get pre-approved at a certain amount doesn't mean you got to spend that amount. Right. Um, so just be careful there, but overall, I'm looking at this and you know, that just an example, but at six or 7% over five years where it would take you to save that money to get that 20% down payment and that equity gain. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't take a um, genius to figure out that I think you're you're losing by waiting um, to save that 20% down. So I hope this was somewhat helpful. I got a little off topic there at the end, but uh feel free to hit me up with any questions. I'd be happy to give you my thoughts. All right, guys. Peace.